No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where Isaiah praises God, for he is a strength to the poor, and he humbles the strong. One day the Lord will swallow up death forever. We hope you join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Isaiah chapter 25 on Simply the Bible. In chapter 24, Isaiah spoke of the day of the Lord. Now this is when God will judge the world that has rejected Jesus Christ as Lord. After the Lord defeats Satan, the Antichrist, and the false prophet, then the people who survived the Great Tribulation and who did not receive the mark of the beast will enter into the kingdom. This will be the millennial reign of Christ in this world. Chapter 25 continues the theme by praising the Lord for all that he has done. Isaiah 25, O Lord, you are my God. I will exalt you. I will praise your name. For you have done wonderful things. Your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. At the time when the Lord saves Israel from all her enemies, then they will declare to him, You are my God. Now, many in Israel today do not believe in God, but he will show himself faithful to his covenant with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob when he rescues and redeems his people. Then the remnant of Israel who survives the great tribulation will praise his name. According to Zechariah 12.10, they will look upon the one whom they have pierced and they will mourn for him as one mourns for his only son when they realize that they were the ones who rejected and crucified Jesus Christ. Right now, blindness has come in part to Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. But the Apostle Paul tells us in Romans 11.26, As it is written, the Deliverer will come out of Zion, and he will turn away ungodliness from Jacob. For this is my covenant with them when I take away their sins." What could be more wonderful than the Lord taking away all the sins of his people? And indeed, what is more wonderful than knowing that our sins have been forgiven by the blood of Jesus Christ? Isaiah says, your counsels of old are faithfulness and truth. This is the reason I so love and appreciate and teach the Bible. It is full of counsels of old. But because they are from the eternal God, they are faithful and true. In a world where there are lies, distortions, and misinformation, we know that God's word is absolutely 100% true and will continue to be true a million years from now. Verse 2, For you have made a city a ruin, a fortified city a ruin, a palace of foreigners to be a city no more. It will never be rebuilt. Therefore, the strong people will glorify you. The city of the terrible nations will fear you. The words a city here represent all the cities of man. During the Great Tribulation, God will destroy Mystery Babylon, according to the book of Revelation, which is the world system that opposes God and his kingdom. It is manifested in a religious 
political and commercial system. Now, in place of that, Babylon will be Jerusalem as the capital city of Jesus Christ. Man's fortified city of rebellion will never be rebuilt. The strong people who make it through the Great Tribulation, that is, the nations of the earth, will glorify Yahweh, and all the terrible nations will fear him. They will gather, bow the knee, and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. For you have been a strength to the poor, a strength to the needy in his distress, a refuge from the storm, a shade from the heat, for the blast of the terrible ones is a storm against the wall. Some say that God helps those who help themselves, but you won't find that phrase in the Bible. In fact, God helps those who cannot help themselves and who turn to Him for help. He helps the poor and the weak who will trust fully in Him. He is a strength to the poor, needy, and those in distress. And He is also a refuge from the storm. Now think of all the storms of this life that we encounter sickness, fear, reversal of fortune, death, all of these storms that we pass through in this life. Think of all the storms that Israel has endured throughout history. But the greatest storm they will endure will be during the Great Tribulation with the attack of the Antichrist and all of the nations of the world that will gather against her. But then God will show himself faithful and he will blast those who blast them. Verse 5, you will reduce the noise of aliens as heat in a dry place, as heat in the shadow of a cloud. The song of the terrible ones will be diminished. The song of Israel's enemies will be silenced when they are judged by the Lord. And in this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all people a feast of choice pieces, a feast of wines on the lees of fat things full of marrow, of well-refined wines on the lees. And he will destroy on this mountain the surface of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. In this mountain refers to Jerusalem and there will be a great feast. The Bible talks about the marriage supper of the Lamb, and there will be great joy when Israel is saved and reconciled with Christ. Blessed are those who will partake of that supper. The pieces, fat and marrow, speak of the richest of food, and wines on the lees speak of aged wine. After wine has set on the dregs for a long time, it mellows the taste, but then it would be murky, so they would pour the wine from vessel to vessel to refine it, but still it would have the same aged, mellow taste. Now, when Jesus comes again, he will destroy the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. In other words, he will swallow up death forever. Death is the great enemy of mankind. About the time we think that everything is just the way we want it, death comes and no one escapes it. But the day will come when death will be swallowed up. And according to the Apostle Paul, this will be partially fulfilled at the rapture of the church. 
In 1 Corinthians 15, we read, Behold, I tell you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment in the twinkling of an eye at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised incorruptible and we shall be changed for this corruptible must put on incorruption and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible has put on incorruption and this mortal has put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. Oh, death, where is your sting? Oh, Hades. Where is your victory? So Paul was quoting Isaiah here. And when Christ returns at his second coming, there will be another resurrection of those saints who died during the tribulation. And then death will be the last enemy to be destroyed. Death that robs us of the people that we love. Death that is the inevitable consequence of sin in this world. But the day will come when death will be swallowed up forever. And the Lord God will wipe away tears from all faces. We read in Revelation 21.4, God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain. For the former things have passed away. There is so much pain and sorrow and tears in this world brought about by sin and death. And while we experience some healing and comfort, certainly from the Lord being in our life, imagine what it will be like when God wipes away every tear from all faces. There will be no more death, sorrow, crying, or pain. And what a glorious day that will be. The rebuke of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. Throughout history, people have rebuked and reviled the Lord's people. They have lifted their hands against them. But God will take away all the reproach against his people. He will condemn every evil tongue and perfect justice will be done. And it will be said in that day, behold, this is our God. We have waited for him and he will save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. And so, so many will then claim, this is our God. The Jews will say, this is our God. Behold, he has delivered us. We've waited for him and he has delivered and rescued us and set us on high. We will be glad and rejoice in his salvation. For on this mountain, the hand of the Lord will rest and Moab shall be trampled down under him. As straw is trampled down for the refuse heap, and he will spread out his hands in their midst as a swimmer reaches out to swim, and he will bring down their pride. Together with the trickery of their hands, the fortress of the high fort of your walls, he will bring down, lay low, and bring to the ground, down to the dust. Moab was always known for its pride. And here, Moab stands for all those who falsely profess to be religious. They have a form of godliness, but deny its power. But God will bring down their pride and trickery, along with all the other nations that have exalted themselves, exploited others, and refused to submit to the Lord. 
This same God that spoke through the prophets hundreds of years before Christ was even born and predicted all the things that he would do and that men would do to him has also told us that this Christ will return again, not as the suffering servant, but as the lion of the tribe of Judah. He is the chief cornerstone that the builders rejected, but they will receive him when he comes again. And Jesus said in Matthew 21:44, whoever falls on this stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. Dear friend, have you fallen upon the stone of Jesus Christ? Have you been broken of your pride and your sin and realized that he loved you so much to die on the cross to take away your sins? And have you asked him to do just that? If you fall upon him, you will be saved. But woe to the person who waits until this stone falls upon him. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify. Tomorrow we will see that in the future, Judah will sing a song of salvation. God will keep them in perfect peace because they trust in Him, but they must take refuge from the coming judgment. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Isaiah on Simply the Bible.